welcome to When Wrestlers Act. I am the John Cronshaw, and I'm joined once again by the Colin. How you doing, Colin? Hello, John. Hey. I'm reasonable. <laughs> I didn't ask you how you were. You, you did, actually. You, you said, how are you doing? Yeah, but that was just... Uh, <laughs> that was, I didn't actually want you to answer me. Ah. You never do. And then, oh, I don't Sh- know. Shall we start again? Yes. Right. Uh, so, we have watched Series 1, Episode 4 of The Glow. Can't remember what the episode's called. Had a name, probably. Probably not a lot happened. It was it was enjoyable at times, but it was um you can tell it was one of those episodes that was designed for not much to happen. Right, honestly, in terms of moving a story along, everything that happened in this episode to move stories along you could have done in one scene, which was let's move the girls into the hotel. Boom, done. So <laughs> So yeah, so what did you think? Join us again next week. <laughs> That's the review. Now, so it opens up and you have Sam and Dash. Remember Sam? Remember him? He had the moustache. Yes, yes I do. Yeah. yeah, he's the guy, the director. And Dash, he's the guy who, with the hair who has a butler called Florian, I seem to recall. The producer. The rich guy, the money mark. The Tommy they, Khan. Well, I didn't want to say anything, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they had the guy. Well, they had the thing where they, they went to. I don't know where did they say they went, like to Malibu, and basically snorted a bunch of coke and then worked out what they needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so what they're going to do, their plan, their amazing plan, is to move all the women, all the lady wrestlers, into a hotel. But it's free, so that's okay. So it's a bit like, what would you say, like indented servitude, something like that? Slave labor? I'll take your word for it. You're, you're, you're the wordsmith of the two of us. Yeah, so they get they get to move into a hotel, and they say there's no exceptions, except for Debbie, because she's a star. And some of them are pissed off, some of them are like, yay, I'm not homeless anymore. <laughs> Sam says he's like, uh, no drugs, no sex, no rock and roll policy, basically. Yeah, and they're um, all, oh, but you can do that. Yeah, and his, his excuse is it's so they don't suck. So that's that's the basic thing of this episode. That's the story. That's it. In, in terms of the moving of the plot, that's it. That's what's happened. So, so join yeah. us again for episode five. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest, the rest of it is literally just them moving in to the hotel and like having moments. It's all, it was almost like a montage. The whole thing was a montage of little scenes where they're setting up. Little bits of tension, little bits of conflict, little yeah. subplots. I'm just thinking of this in terms of story structure, right? I mean, how many episodes are in the series? Is it, is it nine, something like that? Ten, maybe? So you're almost at the midpoint of the thing. By the midpoint, you want things to be really building up. You want to know what's going to happen for the finale. You want it all set up. So, I don't know. This is the point in Star Wars where you see the Death Star, Yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll, 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 put a, I'll put a wrestling spin on it. <laughs> There's just been, a, it's WrestleMania. There's just been a great match and the women have just come out now. <laughs> yeah. So the midpoint is basically meant to be really cool. This is meant to be like a really big story moment. And instead they're doing stuff that they should have set up maybe an episode or two ago, you know, li- literally B story, low level stuff that isn't moving anything forward. So we get them moving in. To rooms and Sheila is Ruth's roommate. Do you remember Sheila? I do remember Sheila. Do you remember Sheila? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> She's the werewolf, she wolf, whatever. Oh, is it a gimmick though? Is it a gimmick, Colin? 
Yeah, she just lives it. <laughs> just like you've got this get- gimmick of being a writer. Yeah, exactly. So Ruth tries out a new character when Sheila walks in of like a female JR because that's a reference to stuff from the 80s that I didn't watch. I really love just how every single one of Ruth's characters are just so incredibly hammy. I think yeah. that's pretty wonderful. We we basically find out that um, Sheila isn't a gimmick. Sheila has been dressing up like a lady wolf for, did, did she say like five years or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ruth basically finds her without her wig on and it's uh, whatever. It's just like, don't look at me, don't look at me. <laughs> so that was rubbish. Yeah. And then all I've got in my notes here is Colin's favourite scene. No, no, and I've got a lot to say on this scene. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it was lovely and everything, <laughs> but I feel that the mystique is gone now. Yeah. I don't regret that scene of Kate Nash and her boobies. They're very nice, and she's a lovely young lady. <laughs> but now, you know, now I've seen... That's it. It's, it's, it's just over. Yeah, it's, she ruined it for you. She's ruined it for me by unruining it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, thumbs down. Thumbs down. <laughs> I would rather have not seen. Okay, all right. Well, do, do you want to tell me anything else that happened in that scene? What? <laughs> this is like a really important scene for character development. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> so there was um, her being all English. Yeah, and then she got boobs out. Yeah. That, yeah, that and that it. happened. Are you, are you looking at my tits? Yeah, and yeah. they put lotion on each other, but yeah. not in a gay way. No, it was just fine. It wasn't, just wasn't happened. It was just another scene of, aside from that happening, nothing happened. Yeah. And then there was a pool party. What happened at the pool party? Nothing. Nothing? Not a lot, was it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, We get a bit with Dash teaching the women about gimmicks. Yeah. Just saying, you know, you need to have a gimmick. You need to be more of a a character. That was it, really. And then they have gym stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Ruth doing more characters. Oh, but then there's a couple of wrestling cameos. All right, okay. Um, it's um, what's that woman called? The large lady, Kong. No, no, Welfare the, the one. No, no, the um, the Samoan type woman, Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu, that's it. <laughs> her family comes along. Her two brothers, um, yeah. Carlito and Brodus Clay. Remember okay. Brodus Clay, the the Funkasaurus guy. The Funkasaurus. No, I don't know who you mean then. Uh, okay. And Carlito, who, you know, it's... Um, <laughs> he doesn't like people who aren't cool. <laughs> he does not like people who are not cool. Yeah, and he eats an apple. What a gimmick. Oh. See, he could teach him a lot about having a gimmick. <laughs> yeah, but it's a pretty shit gimmick. Yeah, yeah. This is where Ruth tries to, like, give Sheila advice on how to improve her character. And she's like, eh, not a character. This is who I am. Uh, we get Matthew yes. P2, Welfare Queen, in the ring. Yeah. And, and Sam, uh, Sam's impressed. He likes Welfare Queen. It was vaguely amusing. Yeah. Matthew P2's dad turns up. With um, with Carlito and Brodus Clay. Yeah, yeah. 
And Sam confronts him and gets bitch slapped, which I thought was quite funny. And yeah, I thought I thought Sam was quite good in this scene. I thought the way he dealt with thought, oh well, you know, you're meant to be some big wrestler. You, oh, you're gonna slap me? Oh, is that all you've got? Doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Do you reckon it was trying to be like a bit like that scene in Fight Club where um, the bar owner um, beats up Tyler Durden and then Tyler Durden, you know, get it right? And uh, and then you know he gives him a good hiding and then. Byler jumps all over him and bleeds on him and everything. Do you reckon it was sort of inspired by that, but just didn't go that way? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Look, I'm, so just trying to sound, I'm just trying to sound vaguely highbrow here. Yeah, Machu Picchu basically gets told by her dad, you're not allowed to wrestle. Blah, 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 blah. You need to come with me. And so she does, because she doesn't have a backbone. And then, what's his name? Sam? No, Dash. 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 Dash his name. Dash is out. (laughs) (laughs) And um, he kisses her and pretends he's her boyfriend. And then the dad says that she needs to learn to sell because that wasn't convincing. Yeah. And and that amused me slightly. We get Welfare Queen having a bit of a crisis of conscience, maybe. Yes. Because she thinks that her gimmick's offensive and she's worried that her son, who... I think she said like he goes to Harvard or something that he's going to breed. Princeton, I think it was. Princeton, but some, yeah, some, some Ivy League. Yeah, either way. Yeah, he's going to be offended. He, if he sees it, he'll be ashamed of his mother. And Sam's like, you know, you've had crappy acting jobs and this is about pushing the envelope. This is where he, he talks about how he pushes the envelope and gives uh, some of his films. So I wonder if that'll play into anything a bit later it on. It may do. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. And then we go to Debbie at home and her husband turns up with a prepared speech and he basically says, oh, this is my house. I'm moving back in. Yeah, if you don't like it, it's tough because I'm the man. And so she, she, she says, fine, moves out. Yeah. So she joins the hotel people. So she's now living with all the other women. So I'm glad that they're all together Yeah, with their fellowship and they're going to go now and throw the ring into the volcano or something. Yep. Although, and, that, and that's the episode. Uh, not quite. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. I can't remember anything else happening. So, so there's the stuff with Sheila saying that she knows she's human, but spiritually she's a wolf. And the... She, oh yeah, this was good. I like this. Where we said that she dressed as Anne of Green Gables for a year. <laughs> <laughs> So she understands. Yeah. And then there's a thing of like, oh, maybe we should have a thing with, with privacy. We could do a thing where we put a sock on a door, you know. So Sheila immediately puts a sock on the door. And she's like, oh, you mean now? So, yeah. So Yeah, that bit quite amused me, actually. Yeah, that was like the highlight in terms of humour, I think. Oh, no, no. There was one great line, which was when, um, what's that black woman called? Which one? Not Cherry. Cherry. Her husband, Swung, asks... Welfare Queen asks if um, Sam's racist, and he turns around and says, nah, more sexist than racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That amused yeah. me. That was in the, in the next scene, which is where they're watching, what's it called, Blood Disco, I want to say. <laughs> ah, yeah. And then um, up in the middle of this pops Sam's dating advert. For some reason. For some reason. Yeah. And he said, he, said, he, he was basically saying, like, he wants a woman who won't give him any crap. And that he's lonely and his cock works great. 
Oh, and she's got to be under 30 as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was the end of the episode. Yeah. So what I'm going to do, John, is I'm going to consult the Bristol stool chart and I'm inventing a new entry on it. Okay. This is this is a zero on the Bristol stool chart. Do you like um, no, one is very no, constipated no. but something comes out? Do you know what this is? This is. What is it? I'll tell you exactly what this is. This is where you go to the toilet and you think you're going to have a shit but it's just a big fart. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it, it's a zero because you have a big fart and nothing happens. Yeah. You know, if you've got one, it comes out like rabbit. One on the stool chart is like rabbit poo. Yeah, yeah. Now this is this is this is. It wasn't. Which, it wasn't shit. It just. It was nothing. Yeah. It was sit on the toilet, play with your phone for a while, <laughs> realize that you've been there for ten minutes. <laughs> you feel like you need a shit. Nothing's happened. You've had a big fart. Uh, you eventually pull up your trousers and get on with your day. That's yeah. what this episode is. Yeah. This this is this is the big you know cuz the the series do, does get better. Like this is like the lull before. Yeah. Stuff improves, but this is like one of the things that kind of started to piss me off about this program as we we move later on is there's almost more episodes like this where they the feel like they're meant to be meaningful and you know they've got mm. all these character moments I think you'd call them but they're, they're not moving the story on and it's like god damn it I want a story that's why I watch <laughs> that's why I watch TV shows that's why I read books you know I want yeah. a story and I want a story to move on and do stuff and this didn't move anything on it's like okay it literally moved people from one place to another they've set up a crucible so they're all in this one thing together. So this is where you get your tensions and your conflict. That can start to boil now. Good. Okay. That's so. But that didn't take an episode to do. You could have done that in a scene and it would have been fine. Yeah. So I was disappointed with this episode, is what I'm saying. It, it was just a waste, a waste of everyone's time. I was more bored than disappointed. I'll tell you what this scene was. Is um, I know you've read the books, but have you ever seen any of the Harry Potter films? Uh, not really. No, I've, I've watched. Okay. Bits. Well, basically, this episode was a Quidditch match. It was just there. It added nothing to the story, and I'm sure everything's set up for something. Yeah. But in the meantime, it just felt like a wasted chapter. I think as well, there wasn't enough humour. It's like if you're going to do something like this, have a bit more humour, or have a bit yeah. more charm, or something. You know what I mean? Like a, a flash of cake nuts aren't enough. No, I mean, it was good, but then again, it was, you know, it just happened. <laughs> and then every time she opens her mouth as well, it's um, she's just too English. It's like whenever you get an English actor or English guest star in The Simpsons, have you ever noticed how they just yeah. never sound like themselves? Yeah, I, I have, but... I- I don't know if that's true with this because I've got Spotify and you know when it does like the daily mixes and it'll suggest songs or Discord yeah, Weekly but, or whatever. you know, she, she, Kate Nash's, um, in her music, she always went for that sort of, she was around when Lily Allen was around. Yeah, and, yeah. it was like similar sound. But like, I, I heard her voice on a song and, you know, quickly skipped past it because it was terrible. But I was just like, oh my God, she just sounds... She just sounds like she does when she's Britannica, you know. <laughs> there's no no difference in in anything. 
But what you'll enjoy, Colin, is she'll she will sing. She'll do lots of performances throughout. Oh, great! No, she doesn't. It's good. Uh, <laughs> every time I hear her speak, I expect her to get on a piano and go da 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 Oi! Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I'm a Cockney. I mean, she's clearly professionally trained and went to drama school and all that. And okay. So that's the episode. Yeah, episode five coming up is called Debbie Does Something. Is it actually called Debbie Does Something? I think it is, yeah. Okay, you know what? That's great. I want the people in this show to do something. So hopefully <laughs> that something is to move the story along and get to the good stuff. So Yeah. So what's new with you then, John? Finished book 12 in my fantasy series. Finished another... I thought you were going to say you finished reading one. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll read loads of books. Too many books now. <laughs> Um, I finished a non-fiction book, which is about stoicism, rock and roll. So <laughs> that's it, really. Just writing. Did Halloween stuff. That was fun and exciting. Listened to um, Marilyn Manson cover of This Is Halloween from The Nightmare Before Christmas. This is Halloween. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. it. No, the only this is this Halloween, this is Halloween, Halloween, oh, Halloween, no, that's Halloween, Halloween. <clears throat> so if you imagine remember, that, but done with Marilyn Manson, and it's exactly how you imagine it. It's Halloween, this yeah, is Halloween. You, you've heard it yeah. then, you've heard it then. <laughs> <laughs> I remember This Is Evolution by Marilyn Manson, that was funny. I don't know that one. It's off the Hollywood album. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Remember that? Well, yeah, the first one was good, but a bit raw. Which one? This smells like children. Uh, Portrait of American oh, Family. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't too keen. I like I like the Antichrist Eve Star album. I think there's some good stuff on that, and I think the I think that's excellent. One and the Clangamores is brilliant. Yeah, but I, everything after that was just there. Yeah. Mm. It was like this episode of Glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, there doesn't doesn't move anything on, and I. I um, Oh, I have been watching um, South Park. <laughs> the new series. Why? The new series is so good. Oh my god, brilliant! So oh. yeah, I've heard, I've heard that people may be refusing to carry it. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised because <laughs> it's they they pissing off China, is it? Yeah, like really well. <laughs> like screw you, China. We don't need your, we don't need your money. Yeah, we've. Well, it's quite. What, what's quite good is, where is it? They've got a character called Randy, who yep. owns a weed farm called Tegrity Farms. So now he, <laughs> he just says, "Hey, we've got Tegrity." You know, it's like they're pissing off China, which is good. Their whole thing is, you know, we're not having some communist fucks telling us how to write our shows and censor us. You know, we're American, damn it. <laughs> so, and if, if and basically, if you are going to haul yourself out to China, then you deserve everything you get. It's fun. Well, it could be worse. You could be hurrying yourself out to um, Saudi Arabia. Oh, man. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, so, yeah, I've been enjoying that, and I'm looking forward to the new series of Rick and Morty that starts very soon, so that should be good. I think that's, that's another one of my favourite shows. I will watch that. I just couldn't get into it. I've, I've tried. Yeah. Basically, you need to watch it drunk. That's the only time I've watched okay. it. You need to watch it all drunk. And then and you're like, oh, you'll have a moment where you just go, holy crap, this is genius. This is the most genius thing I've ever watched. I need to watch it I'm all sure, again. I'm, I need I'm to watch sh- it I'm sure I'm, I may, but, you know, it's just 
the constant vomiting <laughs> noises from Rick is just. <laughs> it's not nice. It's not nice. It's not. It's meant. It's meant to be like queasy and uncomfortable because he's, he's. This is the thing. He's like. He's. He's a terrible, terrible person. You know what I mean? That's his character. He's meant to be just like. Uh, you're not meant to seem as a an empathetic character at all. He's meant to be. Uh, you know, he's wanted across many dimensions because he's a complete nozzle. And then Morty, brilliant. And it's got some, it's got some of the best soundtracks as well. It's like the perfect use, use of uh, Nine Inch Nails is Hurt. That's a good one. Love that. Yes, I've, um, I've seen that scene. Ah, it's good. And a really good good use of um, Blonde Redhead, <laughs> who did one good song, which they use perfectly when they have the uh, evil Morty. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Can't wait. So, anything you want to plug before we go? Yeah, new season of Rick and Morty. It's going to be great. Yeah. Anything that can yield you an income? Nah, that's all right. As I say, I, I don't don't care. I'm, this isn't this, is, this isn't about about the plugs, Colin. You know, I can do that on on my uh, other podcasts. But... In fact, there you go. If you want to listen to my other podcasts, listen to <laughs> <laughs> Sci-Fi Roundtable. Um, you know, I usually host that. I edit all the episodes, but you know, in our recent ones, we've asked questions to a rocket scientist a real rocket scientist all about stuff that's relevant to sci-fi and she writes sci-fi as well so that's pretty cool you gotta get a brain surgeon as well well this is it i I want to i want to get like people who are experts in these different things you know like rocket science that's a good one or or if we could get a robot expert or like i don't know some because it's for fantasy as well so if there's anyone who you know is a blacksmith or i don't know knows how to fly dragons and you know that'd be awesome i know how to fly a little plane yeah good for you <laughs> well you know it's like a dragon only dead and you have to put fuel in it like a dragon and gain permission like to a zombie dragon. sort of take off you you you're into zombie dragons that's pretty cool that's that's how i'm gonna title it now is um i'm going zombie dragon flying yeah you are you are the night king Fair enough. <laughs> you get that. You and on Game that bombshell, you get that if you watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yes, I love, I love, I love throwing in those, you know, references that you don't get, just to make you feel what, the ones that are just with complete silence. Yes, they're the best kind. Stunned silence. Not even stunned silence, just bemused boredom, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Nothing beats bemused boredom. Yeah. Everything really. Right. So goodbye. Cheerio. All that. Yeah, bye.